Is the mic on? I have an announcement. I have an announcement. I'm launching a new show this week on a new app. I'm going to tell you about it in a minute. But first, what's wrong with Orny Adams episode 36? I was in Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee last week. And uh, what did the fans have to say about it after my show? I just saw Orny do stand-up at Zany's in Nashville. Perfect show. Hi, I'm Dakota, and I drove all the way from Nebraska to be in Nashville to see Orny, and it was totally worth it. 12 hours in a car is not fun, but it was so worth it, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. Thanks, Orny. This is our second trip to see Orny at Zany's, and we had a ball. Please don't go to Mars. <laughs> hey, this is the old guy with several lumens. Don't retire. Several what? Lumens. Lumens. <laughs> you made COVID worth it. It was best part of the, like, the best part was seeing you at the end of You're it. You're the best coach worth seeing two nights in a row. And your sexy biceps. <laughs> So I'm Caitlin. This is Dylan. We're from Nashville. We just saw your show. The, the bigger, bigger they are, the bigger they are. Teen Wolf Yeah, fans. I'm uh, Christian Coleman. I had no idea he was a comedian. My wife told me, and we had to come see it, and it, the show was awesome. My name is Larry Hunt. I just saw Horny at Zany's. Great time, great show. He was a great comedian and i'll definitely be back to see him you are my hero you say everything that i try to say but i get in trouble thank you and don't stop and you get paid for it and i don't thanks a lot (laughs) i thought you were better than bob saget (laughs) i think we know who my favorite one uh was on that one this guy didn't didn't even uh didn't even know my name zanies horny zanies horny ad zanies what? What? Horny ad. Zanies. I I say it again. Horny ad. Zanies. Say it louder. Horny ad. Zanies. I mean, these people come to my show. One guy said we didn't even know you were a stand-up comic, and another guy doesn't even know my name. Who's coming to see my shows? Episode thirty-six starts What's now. His name, Kev. Horny. Horny. Oh, I got a lot to talk about. I'm going to talk about my shows in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm going to talk about the line. Remember the line? Remember the line at Jersey Mike's at LAX? I took footage. I'm going to show you on this episode. I also did a journal, a video journal in the hotel room in Nashville, Tennessee. I'll share that. I've got more CAPTCHA. And I have a big announcement. I better cover it up. People might be people might be looking at my notes. I'm launching a new show this week on an app. It's, an exp- it's, uh, it's something I've been wanting to do for a while, so I'm excited to share it with you. And this is the first place... Uh, I'm letting you guys know. This is an exclusive. This is a What's Wrong with Orny Adams exclusive. Yes. Thank you for tuning in again. My name is Orny Adams. I am your host of this podcast. Bringing this. Bringing this down. We're going to have a party tonight. Oh, that's right. We are. Oh, ho, ho. Uh, listen, I, I talked about. Okay, stop that thing. I talked about in the last episode. Uh, I. I when I was at the airport, I could not believe the line for Jersey Mike's. It, it, maybe it's the only place that's open that has uh, sandwiches at the Delta Terminal. I don't know. But look at this footage I took. And I'll, I'll talk you through it. So if you're just listening on the audio. Uh, ready for this? Look at look at this. This is at, at LAX. These are people that I assume are about to board a flight. You think you'd be anxious. I don't know how, how early they get there because I can't imagine this line. I'll try and count it. Let's see. Hold on. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, lady in a fishing hat, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, 
18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. There's about four, five people working behind the counter. Look at this. Look at this. Look at these stupid people waiting in line. I mean, why don't you bring a sandwich like I do? Look at this. I'm going to show you a picture of the sandwich that I brought on the plane. Ready? Here it is. Here is my Gotta see this. It it's pathetic. It's like what you would send a third grader to school with. It's a. It looks like it's like a hot dog, no hamburger bun, and there's turkey in there and cheese, and then I've got uh, those baked potato chips, which I'm sure are worse for you than real potato chips, and uh, it's in tin foil and it's on the tray. This this is what I've opted. Instead of having the stress, I mean, LAX is out of control. This is me. This is a video of me trying to get to my gate. Look at look at this. Where is this? Getting to gate LAX. Look at this video. Look at all these people. I'm, I'm going to play it right now. This is, look at this. Look at all these people. Shoulder to shoulder. Is there a pandemic going on that everyone forgot about? Looks like everyone's got their masks on. That's nice. And here I am trying to get my way through the crowd. This looks like, you know when you see stand-up specials and they're like going through the audience to get to the stage for the beginning? Look it. It's jam-packed. I, I get such anxiety traveling. I don't even want to travel anymore. I really don't. I find myself just so, so anxious. And then I did the shows in Nashville. I mean, it's like a pink floyd song with the with the people with their loud cars shouldn't that be a ticket so i did a show i was in nashville tennessee i did two shows friday and saturday and a lot of nice people came out i i i loved it i i wasn't a big fan of nashville look at look at this the first night i landed i got there on thursday night first show friday and my friend was supposed to take me out to dinner. We're supposed to go out for dinner. He's a comedian. I, I don't want to say his name, but it rhymes with Steve. And we were for all week. I was so excited to see Steve who moved to Nashville. And guess what? Stood me up. All of a sudden, he forgot that he had a parent-teacher conference for, for his daughter. I mean, who? How do you? How do you not? That doesn't just come up. Do you think Steve ever intended to meet me? You know, there are some people that just make plans. I'm not accusing Steve of this. He's a he's a friend. But it, it makes me think sometimes that people just make plans and don't think. I arranged my entire... I'm only in Nashville. I've got one night off. I'm excited. I could have... There's at least one other person I could have I could have hung out with. And I, I chose Steve. And then I got stood up. So I walked all the way. They have... I think it's called Broadway. I walked to the end. Look at this massive amount of people. I came down this hill. I saw so many people. As if there's no COVID. I wanted to shoot a video and go, oh, look at I, 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 Where's the COVID testing center? But then the people in Nashville would attack me on social media. Nobody would come to my shows. The club would call my agent and go, well, there's nobody at any shows because he went on and he made fun of Nashville. Well, I, 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 I drove by the club. I'll get to the, the the Broadway. Okay, I'm coming down Broadway, and all I saw was a massive amount of people. 
having a good time as if nothing ever happened. I've never enjoyed my life like this. Everybody in cowboy hats and cowboy boots. Didn't see a single horse. Not one horse. It was like Halloween. Tractors, pulling party buses. Look at this. I'll show you a uh, a picture of a tractor. Look at this. Pulling party people. What is this, a, a CAPTCHA test? A live CAPTCHA test? It went by, I said, tractor, not a robot. Not a robot. So I, I saw all these people enjoying their lives and I realized I didn't fit in at all. And I thought, I want to die alone. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, I had a meeting. Uh, I've got some exciting stuff coming up. Another project. I had a meeting uh, Friday in Nashville. I can't tell you about it yet. Um, but working on something that actually will benefit a lot of people that have podcasts, I think, if it happens. Now that I think about it, my agent's in the call today. Maybe it's dead already. Maybe they're working on the deal memo. You know what a deal memo is? It's like a contract. Who owns what part of the show if it sells? pizza. It's uh, late here. I'm in uh, Big Yellow, my Shasta studio. I've been in production meetings, uh, virtual production meetings all week for this new show I'm launching on Thursday. I will tell you about that in, in a minute, in a minute. I got to the Club Zanies on uh, Friday. I was coming back from my meeting and I looked at the marquee and look at this. Look at this. Where is it? How do I call this up? Nashville marquee. Okay. It's not that one. It is oh so here's zany's great club by the way and they treated me so well i'll definitely go back no question but this happens from time to time uh, look who's uh look who's here this weekend shane gillis he was doing the shows after me and uh davi crimmins on the 15th that would be sunday the 16th which is monday frank caliendo uh instead of me it says brunch of laughs. So somebody thought it's more important to have brunch of laughs on the marquee and no knock on brunch of laughs, but what is brunch of laughs? And why isn't Orny Adams, who's there the same nights as Shane Gillis, actually the 13th, 14th, where's Orny Adams? What does he do? Texas agents, more than one. And this is the result within hours. Oh, Brunch of Laughs is still on there. Who got bumped? Brunch of Laughs must be big. Davy Crimmins. No, Davy Crimmins. Frank Caliendo. Wow, why would they take Frank off? I guess Brunch of Laughs is big for them. Brunch of Laughs. I'm out of touch. I really am. Jersey Mike's. I should open a Jersey Mike in my shows. The line would be out the door. I'm going to play for you. Should I do my announcement now? Hmm. This is going to be a really quick show because I have just been meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. Yeah, let's play. Let's play the diary. And then I'm going to, because episode one of this podcast was no rules. So this may be a short one. Uh, and that's fine. But I want to share with you, here is a journal I did 
in my hotel room in Nashville. This is a video and I will, I will stop it if I feel like I need to stop it to explain anything. Oh, first, look at this video. I thought these were bats flying over Nashville. I'd never seen, it was like a swarm. And I took a, a, a video of it. Look at this. They're taking up the entire sky. The entire sky. Now, everybody is, wow, look at that. Swarming a building. I don't know who's singing in the background. But if you look at the people in the video, they're all just walking around underneath the bats. So I, I thought this must happen all the time. This must be not a big deal. And then uh, I asked somebody, and they said, uh, after after I put it up on my Instagram story, he's like, uh, the person was like, that's not, those aren't bats. They're just small birds. So I felt stupid. What a dumb out-of-towner getting excited about uh, about these bats. Anyway, the original concept for this podcast, What's Wrong with Orny Adams, was I was going to update you from the road and sort of take you along for the journey and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so I went down to Nashville. I had two shows. And creatively, they, they went great. Saturday night was through the roof. In fact, there were some people there on Saturday night that came to my show this weekend in Los Angeles, uh, as in uh, like three days ago. And I said, which is it like better? And they said, Nashville. And I thought, they don't get it. Because what I did on stage Saturday night at the Improv was just creatively for me was everything. I was just so present. I was playing around with rhythm, with different lines. I, I didn't do my opening joke for the first time since the pandemic opened. I opened a different way, which is courageous for a comedian. I don't think you understand that. I opened with a completely new joke about going to Mars. And I did a lot of new stuff. And I was just just like... I was just, I just really felt it. Like instead of rushing lines, I stayed there. And the reason I was able to stay in that moment and sort of make a facial expression and sort of enjoy it and say whatever came to my head was the audience allowed it. It was just a really, really great audience. That was at the improv uh, Saturday night here in Los Angeles. I had a show before that at the Laugh Factory, and that went great too. But uh, one of the comedians didn't show up, which means I, I got to do double time. I'll take it. And they don't even pay me for it. But I'll I'll take it. I felt like the shows and... I feel like my shows are... I mean... I spend most of my waking days wondering what I'm doing on this planet. And then when I do a show, I think, well, this makes sense. This is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And here's the thing. And you're not going to understand this. Just like... The people that came to my show in Nashville and then came to my show in Los Angeles didn't understand this. Because I'm talking about the nuances of performing. And another performer will get this. And, and they could they could be a, a boxer. They could be a, a musician. They could be a comic. Anybody who expresses themselves for a living will get this. Would appreciate what I was doing Saturday night. I know people say it was jazz. Sometimes I say that I go, it was jazz. And uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it was jazz. Does that mean I was on heroin? So I don't it was jazz. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Even though I don't I don't know exactly what that you know, I'm not qualified to say it's jazz because I'm not a jazz expert, but 
I've heard other people describe shows as it was jazz, and I think this would be one of the cases I would say it's jazz. To be that, that present, that unconcerned with things around you, what's going on in your life, what's going on off stage, to be there is the highest achievement that I think you can you can you can get as a performer. And I felt that Saturday night at the improv. And I felt it. Now here's what's interesting. Saturday I was going about my day and I started to think I got my I got my cards. What I do is I I I have a stack of cards like you've seen on this podcast, but I make a stack for that night's show of things I really want to hit. Things that are new or different. And in red, I'll put what I'm looking forward to, which would be like Mars. Mars. And I'm going over these cards. I've got a slight headache. I think, do I have COVID again? Not that I ever had COVID, but, you know, what's going on with my body? And I'm looking at these cards. Put the cards aside. I go do something else, which is procrastinate. I get back to the cards. I go, this is... Two days ago, this was really funny. So excited to put this on a card two days ago. And now, I'm not feeling it. And the third time I went back to the cards, I realized I don't have it. I don't have it tonight. I don't have it. I'm not funny tonight. And that's when you have to stop and you have to say, okay, you are a professional. Your job is to do whatever it takes to be funny tonight. Whatever that is, stop everything you're doing in the day. Shut your phones down. Not that that I have more than one. Your computers, shut down and focus on one thing, being funny. How can I convince my brain that I have it tonight? So I I go to music. Now I'm going to watch Slash play guitar. And what, what does this come back to? That note that I put aside a few days ago, and it's gone. But it was Hey Joe. I heard Hey Joe coming from the gym when I was going to the falafel place. Remember that that story? And it, bang, 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 and I thought, man, what a catchy riff. And I'm like, is it a catchy riff because mathematically it's a catchy riff? Or is it a catchy riff because I've heard it so many times? And it's sense memory catchy riff. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm breaking shit down like this all day. This is my head. All day. So, and excuse my strained voice, but I've been in meetings. Meetings. Yeah, big deal, Orny here. So, I'm going to watch Slash. Somehow I saw Slash do a version of Hey Joe with the original drummer and bassist that played with the Jimi Hendrix experience. And I'm like, look at this guy. He's in a zone. Look at him with that hat, the cigarette dangling out of his mouth, this whole look. I've never had a look. Black shirt and jeans. Loser. I'm the most unoriginal dresser. Then in the pandemic, I wore a bandana. I've tried everything. I have no... No wardrobe game. No wardrobe swag. I'd have a career if I did. Because you'd go, oh, it's the guy with the... I get up there, look it. It's a 
It's another guy in a black t-shirt. Honestly, who am I? So I watch this guy and I'm just mesmerized watching Slash play. So then it's watch another Slash video, another Slash video until I start to, I start to remind myself little by little. Yeah, you, you're an artist. You do this. Look at this. See the way he's getting him on stage? You can do that. You can do that. You're funny. And then you have to sit there and look at these bits and remind yourself, where were you when this bit came to your mind? What, what struck you as funny? What is the audience going to think when you say this? I mean, I'm running every angle on every joke to convince myself to be in the moment. Do you think this is healthy? To live in this fantasy world? And then I do it. I'm doing it at, at these clubs in front of a, 200 people and I'm burning my soul out. I'm, 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 I, I'm, ex, I'm disintegrating myself. I'm burning myself out to get to my, my, this place. So every night you, you look at me and you say, yeah, Ornie Adams was funny. Because I don't want you to walk away from the night and go, yeah, he was funnier last time. Maybe he's losing it. That's my biggest fear. It's my biggest fear. Or that you say, oh my God, I think he gained weight. Or he got older. Which is natural. That's... I work my ass off. Not that this is any of your business. Not that this should make you feel any different about what, what I... Not that you should say, uh, you should respect me more. Or anything. I, I, I'm saying this... This is a cry for help. I'm saying this because I'm burning myself out. And I, I wish I was doing it in front of larger audiences. And this is something to crow about. Do you hear that crow? Crow, crow about it. Now it doesn't crow. You hear that? That's another listener. By the way, by the way, something going on with Apple Podcasts where some of you guys aren't getting it. Isn't that great? Thanks, Apple Podcasts. It's your job to make sure people get my podcast. So if you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, you might not have gotten the last few uh, podcasts. I'm burning out. I'm burning out. Because I put so much into these shows. And I could never tell you. And nor does it, it doesn't, uh, neither nor does it matter. I'm just venting a little bit and I want to get it on tape. I want to be on record. Then after the show, you want to know what it's like to deal with physically the adrenaline coming down. And I don't, I don't do any substances, maybe a little tequila sometimes, but not anything to come down to get up. And Sunday, when my adrenaline has dumped, I'm dealing with some really heavy stuff. And nobody in my life understands this. Other comedians I've talked to, yeah, but what am I going to call them every Sunday? You think my friends who aren't in this business understand? You think my family? Nobody understands. People I date, don't, nobody understand. Nobody would ever understand this. I got to deal with this myself. And as I get older, physically, it's harder and harder. And then I go to the gym. Like I, I went to the, what is it? It's Monday. Yesterday, I went to the gym. I work out my legs so hard. I can hear my muscles cry, <laughs> ripping. I punish myself. 
because physically, you know, Mick Jagger used to run like 10 miles a day of a show to keep his energy up and nutrition. And I'm doing all this shit. And how does the universe reward me? How? Yeah, okay, fine. I'm being a brat. I agree. This is me in the hotel room uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. This is a video journal. Let's see, maybe I'm more uppity. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee in my hotel. Turns out I'm the oldest person in Nashville. It's all groups of young people partying. And it's groups of, it's really just all groups of either. This is me last weekend in the hotel room, Nashville, Tennessee. I'm playing a video and uh, I think it's equally as riveting as just audio. You're listening to episode 36. What's wrong with the Winnie Adams? Young women or young men. It's probably bachelor, bachelorette parties, college age kids, which makes sense. I, I haven't had a group of friends to hang out with like that since college. So I'm a little envious, and every morning I go to this hotel down the street called The Graduate, and there's a coffee place called Point Dexter, and it's it's like all hip, and I took a picture of a young woman taking a picture of her coffee cup, and I thought, this is the future, and I know not to post it, but I thought, this is remarkable. It's on the video, by the way. But I, I, I cropped her out of it. But you, you get, you get the idea, people. This is, this is the, 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 uh, the, the, the in- and this is the. I don't want to say. It. I looked around. I, I think this is, this is the intel. No, I don't want to say it. Don't say it. Already. Don't get yourself in trouble. It's okay that young people just want to take pictures of their goddamn beverages and post them on the internet instead of being curious. I was the only person alone. I was the only person alone in the hotel. That was kind of weird, but I like looking at people. So I like sort of studying and looking at things to complain about. And then I had the, I had the scariest thought I could have. And I never had this thought before because you know how they say like life can change in an instant, you know, and usually it means like you're in an accident and you, and, and you get crippled or something. I thought, what if I woke up one day and I lost my ability to complain like, that's, what if this gift just disappeared? Like, that's that's scary. And then all of a sudden, I fit in with all these people sitting around taking selfies of coffee cups and not worried about stuff and just no care in the world and having fun and partying and ending up at night on this. They're all on these, like, these bike things. I don't know if you can see it. They they, they sit, the, it's like a, a pedal bar, and they, they just yeah, They sit on these, uh, it's like uh, 12 people on a, on a bicycle, bicycling and drinking. And, and singing, loud music playing, having a good time. While uh, Loser Orny walking alone on the sidewalk with no friends. Let's see if I do it. And they're drinking it. and they're like, woo! Lots, lots of that. Yeah. And then for the older people, they have, there's one where there's a tractor. I, I, oh, I, I took a video of it. A tractor. Look at this. Pulling like a party bus and people yelling. And they always look at the people on the pavement, which is me, like we're losers. Look at these people. Just regular drinking. <laughs> and there were people my age over drinking on like a bus. 
At what point do you grow up? At what point do you say, you know what, I'd rather sit in the hotel lobby by myself? So I went to this place yesterday, this Point Dexter. I'm at a great hotel. I'm at the, the Hutton Hotel. There's one piece of art I could review. It's like a, a music sheet, and it's just it's half filled in. So I want to know. I wish I could read music so I could figure out what it is. And it's cool, but there's nothing else. There's no, it's just, it's really, as you can see, nicely decorated, understated. You know, it's just, it's something in 10 years we'll look at and go, wow, look how dated this hotel room is. But for now, it's great. But no coffee place in the lobby. So I go to the, the Poindexter two days in a row, and I went there yesterday. And I looked at like tons of outdoor seats and indoor great areas, and I couldn't find a place to sit that was sort of away because I wanted to do my writing. I've got all my, my notes where, you know, I've got – I go over there with my bag, right? And I've got, uh, you know, all my, all my notes, and I go over all my note cards, what I'm going to say, what, what, what I said last night on Friday's show and, and what I forgot, and then I make a, a list of everything – this is sort of insider comedy stuff. Then I make a list of everything that I forgot to do in the show last night so I can do it tonight. So for the people that were there last night, they, they can say, wow, look, at he, he did all this different stuff or, you know, I switched the show off. And then I also I go, well, why did I forget to do that show? Why did I skip that in my mind? Why did I forget this line? Like I would forget lines. And then people remind me, they go, hey, usually you say this line. Like after you do the buddy bench, you talk about your nephews. Or you forgot about the, the, talking about metal straws when you're talking about the regular straws and stuff like that. But that's, you know, that's how you, you grow your routine. I don't want that to be on the floor. We know how we feel about me and stuff on the floor. So I thought I'd make this video for uh, What's Wrong with Orny Adams, like an on-the-road segment to put into episode 36. You know, I lugged all this equipment, so I thought I might as well use it. Because I, I brought this because what if I meet interesting people? I, I, I'm not having as many conversations with strangers as I did before uh, COVID, for obvious reasons. Um, it's just people aren't connecting with strangers, maybe? I, I don't know. Uh, when I got in, I, I was really jet-lagged. I don't know why. And I walked down all the way to the end of Broadway, which is where all the bars are. And it's like Disneyland. You know, a ton of people dressed up as cowboys. Haven't seen Uh-oh. one horse. Uh-oh, repeating a joke. Saw the tractor. And I Uh-oh. barely know what a tractor is because I didn't grow up on a farm. Uh-oh. That's why I don't like in capture when they, they give it, is this a tractor? It's not fair. It's, it's discriminating against people that didn't grow up on a farm. Um. So I walked down there and I was just like, oh, look at, oh my God, look at all these people just drunk and yelling and waiting in line to get into bars. And I, I've never been that person. I just looked at these group of people and I thought, I just want to die alone. <laughs> just don't want to be this near this. podcast is not only short, but it's just sick. repeating I got, jokes. I got back and I said, either that made me sick or I got COVID. And I wanted to, and this is why you have to be so guarded. I wanted to take a video of. Oh, forget like, it! I already said all this area. stuff. Come on, already. And I wanted to post it and write. I should have done uh, the joke about the COVID bike. testing section because there's zero. I should have. This is garbage. I should have done, and there's it's still a couple of minutes left on this. I, 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 I wanted to say when I was talking about the bikes on this thing that. There's like 12 people drinking out. I don't have 12 friends to drink with on a bike. So I'm going to rent the bike and I'll be stuck in the middle of the street going, I have no friends. This is what happens when you have no friends in Nashville and you rent the bike. 
and then I'll, I'll rent one of the trucks and I'll get up on a, a truck and it's just me going, woo! And I'll go, party of one over here. I mean, that's the other thing. That's why I resent that scene so much. I don't, I don't even have enough friends to live in Nashville. COVID protocol, zero mass, zero concerns. Back to this and, video. And, uh, you know, it's still out there. Still out there. So uh, I worry if I'm being a little bit uh, negligent. I should protect myself more. So I have one more show tonight. I'm at Zany's. The show last night went amazing. It's, it's important to have shows like this to remind myself why, why I do this. Because uh, I forget a lot. And I think, you know, at times when you're in this field or as an artist, I should shut that air conditioner off. Hang on a second. Has that been on the whole time? Come on. Now I get up in the video to shut the air conditioner off. It's not shutting off. Anyway, sorry about the fan noise. This is what it would sound like in Big Yellow if I uh, ran the air conditioner. Um, it's important, especially, like, you know, you get to the point in my career where it's either, you know, going this or it's either going to or could explode you start to measure yourself up against other people uh okay enough of that so i'm in the lobby of this this really hip and i look at everybody i always i'm so intrigued young people old people every gender every whatever you identify as i'm just curious i'm looking at tattoos i look i look i notice nobody looks at me nobody's thinking who's the guy who's who's the guy over there with the note cards. Like, why is this guy, why are we hung over and this guy's looking at notes? He doesn't look like he's college age. Why, why is it, what's he studying for? Well, I'm studying for life. I'm studying for the big fight, the big finish. I'm giving it, I'm giving it my all. And I wonder, maybe, maybe I'm not fascinating to people. Maybe I don't draw people in. I, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, I, I did talk about it on stage last night that the most uh, Googled, or I'm sorry, most searched, searched topic for me. Like if you put in Orny Adams into a search engine, it autofills uh, Orny Adams, is he married? Something like that. And then that ends. Like, it, it, like, so that's the most searched and then nobody does anything about it. Like nobody hits me up. Nobody's like, hey, I, I Googled, you're not married. So apparently <laughs> people search, uh, is Orny Adams married? And it says no and they think, well, that makes sense. Of course he isn't married. Then the next search thing is Orny Adams' net worth. And they still don't hit me up. So apparently, whatever it tells people what I have, that's not enough to convince them. Well, you know what? He's flawed, but look at that net worth. And by the way. They want to know my gross. Why, why do they only want to know my net? Why not my gross? wrong probably everybody this is how pathetic it is at my age do you want you want to know what my biggest selling point is it's my hair for people in my age category the fact that i even have any hair excites excites women more than any, that's the biggest feedback i get that's why like when i'm in the hotel lobby you know what i mean sometimes uh you know let's put a hat on and i go it. 80s off to the side. But, you know, I'm usually like this, and especially a hotel like that where everyone's taking pictures, not of me, but, uh, by the way, the, the couches there are more famous than me. Uh, I, I wear my hat like this, and then I, I, I notice a woman, you know, age-appropriate looking at me. 
And I said, she's looking at me. She doesn't even realize I have hair. <laughs> so I did this. Ready? Watch this. This is my new move. Somebody told me it's called a hair flex. Give, give him a little taste, a little glimpse. That's right. This is Orny Adams. I'm That's in right. Nashville, Tennessee. I'm officially the oldest person in Nashville. Uh, and then I, I had this weird thought. I go, I thought, what came first, Asheville or Nashville? Because Asheville, Nashville's very Ash, Nashville is really Asheville with an N. And then maybe we should start in another city, put like a G in front of the N. And then I realized Asheville has an E in it. So that doesn't even work anyway. So that's what's wrong. This is Ronnie Adams live coming at you from uh, Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, look forward to inserting this episode 36 when I'm back in Big Yellow. There you go. There you go. If you subscribe to Patreon, you can see that video embedded in episode 36, which I'm uh, now live back at Big Yellow. I was in Nashville last weekend. This weekend, I'm in Los Angeles again. I'll be at the Improv and waiting for spots uh, for other shows. Yes. Yes. Can you believe it? Yes. Warney Adams. Working comedian. Warney Adams. Never achieved what he wanted to achieve, like everybody else in this lifetime. Oh, look at this. Bring this down a little bit. Where's this boat capture? This is what I'm talking about, capture. I, I really, I've had it. Come on, capture. Look at this. Look at this. Let me enlarge this to fit the screen. Select all images with boats. Okay. Notice in the nine squares, there's no water at all. None. We got a boat in somebody's driveway that's on one of those boat tow things. You're thinking you tow with your car. Then we have a boat that's in a backyard hidden behind a tree. In fact, you can see two other vehicles. It looks like trucks and the boat. So how the, you, what do you got to spend all day trying to find the boat? We're just trying to find out if we're robots or not, Capshaw. Then here's some boats. There's a couple in a row. Like it's a boat parking lot with the trailers. Again, and then since they're being sneaky, now I got to look at the other pictures. Here's a couple of highway pictures. Maybe somebody on the highway's towing a boat. Come on, Capshaw. Seriously, this needs to be regulated. This Capshaw. I'm tired of it. I really am. All right. So here's the big announcement, everybody. And I'm excited to share this with you. Uh, I will be launching a new show this week on a new app called Fireside. Fireside. I, sh- I looked down to make sure I got it right. Fireside. Uh, these people reached out to me. Fallon. She started uh, this company with Mark Cuban. And it's a podcast type company. I don't know if you want to call it a podcast, but you live have a show. And they came to me, flew in last week. We had had a Zoom meeting, then we wanted to meet in person, and they pitched some great show ideas to me. And then uh, there was a moment, and I said, uh, uh, "I have an idea." I said, "Since you're uh, you're a new app, and you have a lot of exciting people coming onto your platform, and you have access to these people, and this is live, and one of my greatest strengths is talking to people w- without a tightrope. No, with a tightrope, without a net." I said, "How about this?" 
I do a podcast called What's Wrong with Orny Adams? How about a show called What's On with Orny Adams? And here's the thing. I don't know what's on until the audience does. That's right. You, the producers of my show, will bring me a guest every week. I won't know who this person is. I'll know. Maybe I'll know nothing about them. Maybe I've never even seen them before. Maybe they're famous. Maybe I'm talking to uh, uh, famous authors or maybe uh, anybody, musicians. Who I don't know who they're going to match me up with. And I won't know until I say, who's on with Orny Adams? And then my guest will pop out on the stage. This is a very cool app. The app is like a virtual audience. So not a virtual, like everybody is on their apps and uh, people in the audience can applaud. They can laugh. They can do all sorts of fun stuff that can be muted. I think I'm going to choose to mute that. So I can have a serious conversation. We did a test show today. This is why I'm partly tired. We uh, had a production meeting and then we did a test show. Then we did another uh, production meeting to get this down because this is, uh, this is the concept. This is what we call the log line for the show. Uh, and this will be on Fireside this Thursday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can download the app, Fireside. I will be uh, on social media releasing a link, which you can watch if you don't have the app. This show, this might be groundbreaking, it might be exciting, and it might suck. It all depends on how good I am, because I've told you I'm really good at having conversations with strangers. Here's the log line. What is it like to meet a stranger? Imagine doing it live and in front of an audience. Comedian Orny Adams hosts a show where he interviews a surprise guest. The audience finds out who the guest is at the same time as Orny. No pre-interviews, no preparation, nothing. Just a conversation on a tightrope with no net. (laughs) So I'm inviting everybody. This is part of my franchise. What's wrong with Orny Adams? And now I'll be doing a live interview show called Who's On? Question mark. With Orny Adams. You see you, you see the pattern? What's wrong with Orny Adams? Who's on with Orny Adams? Are you starting to see some branding? Are you starting to take me seriously? Here's the great part. I own the show. Everybody on the platform owns their shows. I own the NF, NFTs. Whatever that is. I own it. And somehow I hope to figure out a way to monetize this one. But I can take the interviews. Let's say I interview Malcolm Gladwell. I can take that interview. I own it. And I can put it in this episode. I can, on this show. What's wrong with Orny Adams? So wh- who's on with Orny Adams can end up in what's wrong with Orny Are you seeing what's going on? I'm building an empire. I'm a media mogul all of a sudden. Out of nowhere. These people, these people, these tech people, when they want to find Orny Adams type uh, people, what do they do? They fly to Los Angeles and meet with Orny Adams types people. That's right. Went to the Soho house, very trendy. We ordered buttery Chardonnay. Here's here's my favorite part of the company. It's all women. Guess who plays well with women? Orny Adams. Yes. So uh, I invite you to uh, this Thursday, to watch this live. We did a run through today. It was great. I ended up pulling people out of the audience and talking to them, which was really kind of fun too. So we're going to do all these things and, uh, 
and, and I, I, I hope you, I hope people show up and, and I can rebroadcast it later. So uh, don't go, and I have to work. Yeah, I don't want to hear the excuses. You, you can find it if you want to find it. So I had to record uh, like a, uh, a trailer for the show for Thursday. So here's, <clears throat> here are the words that I, I, it's on the app, but let me, I'll, I'll just do a re-recording. What's on with Orny Adams? I love meeting new people. That's not a good start. Hold on. Oh, we got this. Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> I love meeting new people. No, it's not good. Hold on. I love meeting new people. I love meeting a new person. Okay, I got that. I love meeting a new person that I know nothing about. Oh, no, this is not good. Read. I got this. Hold on. I love, see, here's the thing. I wrote it this morning, right when I got up, first few sips of coffee and recorded it. And I was into it. Now it's like, I, I might as well just go watch Slash play guitar for three hours to figure out what my motivation is and get get myself in the mood. All right. I love meeting a new person that I know nothing about. It's like an archaeological dig into a person's soul, filling in the blanks, gaining their trust. Will they open up? It seems like everybody has a story. So I thought, let's try this live and in front of an audience. Each episode, I will interview a stranger. I may or may, I may, or may not know who they are. <laughs> I got to start again. I have to have this perfect. I have to have this perfect. Okay, right, let's do it. I got it. I got it. <clears throat> I love meeting a new person I know nothing about. It's like an archaeological dig into a person's soul. Filling in the blanks, gaining their trust. Will they open up? It seems like everybody has a story. Each episode. So I thought, let's let's try this live and in front of an audience. So each episode, I will interview a stranger. I may or may not know who they are. Maybe I've read their books or seen them in something. You'll find out who my guest is at the exact moment I do. That's right. I've asked the producers to book interesting people. That's it. Just book interesting people. Just give me interesting people. I will take it from there. And I'll just show up. No notes. No pre-interview of the guests. And uh, I'll just be surprised who it is like you watching. I'll use what I use in real life and try and create a genuine connection and hopefully something interesting to you, the viewer. In the 25 years I've been doing stand-up comedy, it's always good to mention your stand-up. In the 25 years, now I plug myself, in the 25 years I've been doing stand-up comedy all over the world, oh, all over the world, twice I've been out of this country doing it. And I'm not counting Canada. Been there plenty, but that's attached. And hopefully something interesting. In the 25 years I've been doing stand-up comedy all over the world, I've met some of the most interesting people. And I hope you join me for this is Who's On With Orny Adams. I don't, I don't know what I just read. I don't know what I just read. My brain is fried. Why is it fried? Because last week I was in Nashville. I got stood up on Thursday night for my dinner. So I had to walk downtown or down Broadway to the end of the street and be humiliated seeing all the people living their lives, having a lot of friends, drinking, having a good time. And I have none of that. And I thought, I want to die alone. So that's exhausting. Then I get up early and I have a meeting. I have a business meeting. I'm in a boardroom with a bunch of people having real serious talk. 
Then I got to transition into being funny. Well, that went great. Let me tell you something. Friday night show at Zanies went amazing. After I got over the humiliation of not being on the on the on the on the uh, 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 marquee, and, and then after the show, I sell merchandise. And the line, it's everybody in line. In fact, there was such a line, people that weren't even at the show stood in line. People for the second show stood in line. And then I get up. And I go to that coffee place and I have to deal with the emotions of watching people throw their lives away taking pictures of coffee cups. And I have to get my energy up and I have to do it again. Another show. Well, this show went amazing. Got a standing ovation. Then I went outside and, I, and, and, and I'm selling the t-shirts again. Back to t-shirt salesman. Line is through the roof. And I had, I had my recorder out. I said, everybody, why don't you say something and I'll put it on the podcast. Well, nobody could take it seriously. So I had to come home and hear stupid fan things. Nobody could say, hey, or any, a couple of people did. Hey, I've seen you several times. I was excited to see you, whatever. I mean, it's like people going, I'll join your party, boss. I mean, come on. Tried to deal with that. And then I went back in and Shane Gillis was doing a show. And he said, man, why don't you pop on my show? I said, Shane, I'd love to pop on your show, but I'm really big. I said, I'm up there and I'm loud and I'm big. He goes, I know, man, I, I like your stuff. He was very cool to me. I got up there. I had a great show. Then I go back to my hotel. I got to force myself to sleep. Now I got four hours of sleep. Four hours. You think I even slept for any of the four? I had four possible hours to sleep before I get picked up for the airport. How many of those four hours do you think I slept? Very little. Now I'm on a plane. I'm back and back to Los Angeles. The flight went great. I land. Ubers, it's about $15,000. I had to get another job to get an Uber out of my, to get to my, Ubers used to be reasonable. Now it's like, it's cheaper to actually buy a car near LAX and drive yourself home. You see what I'm saying? I'm dealing with those emotions, okay? And then I'm in meetings all week, and I'm writing for the podcast, and I'm working on stuff, and I'm going to the gym, and I'm ruining my body, and then I'm doing shows, and then I'm dealing with the highs and the lows of the shows and everything. And that, my friends, is what is wrong with Orny Adams. And now I'm here now. I was in production meetings all day, and I was in a run-through for the other show. And why not start a show? Why not start another show when this show hasn't even taken off? Yet. Why don't I just do 800 shows that nobody watches? Is that what I should do? Is that what I should do? Was it asking too much to have my fans take a recorder and just have fun and say something for the podcast? I'd be excited if I just saw somebody on stage and I was able to just jump on their podcast. Please join me this Thursday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Fireside. Fireside. Fireside, the new app. Fireside, download it. I'm excited for this. My name is Orny Adams. Thank you, Inessa Hurtado, for uh, taking care of this audio. Let's get it up tonight. It's only only 51 minutes. Why not? This is episode 36. What's wrong with Orny Adams? Tune in for the new show. Who's on with Orny Adams? You can listen to everything. Spend your entire week just listening to Orny Adams. I mean, what's wrong with that? Absolutely nothing. Uh, I am at Orny Adams on Instagram, at Orny Adams on Twitter, Orny, uh, Facebook slash Orny fans. Find me. Keep in touch. Love you guys. Have a wonderful week. Oh. You know, that'll be the most listened to episode. And uh, I don't know what that just was.